Hey guys, welcome to episode 15 of Call to the Pen. We have one of our good teammates, one of our good friends, Tyler Chatwood on here. One of our good bullpen mates. He didn't want to be in the bullpen, but then he ended up loving it, I'm sure. Um, hey, Chatty, what's going on these days? Nothing much, guys. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be on here. We got Duke Kaboom and Jeffrey the Giraffe. How often you get that combo? <laughs> Maybe we should change our podcast to that. We were, we were struggling <laughs> to find a name for it. We're like, salt and pepper. Uh, <laughs> the fireman brigade i like yeah. i like that better do kaboom and Jeff, <laughs> nothing changes dude special guest the breakfast bandit yeah that's right it was a, it was a good t-shirt <laughs> should, should we just launch right into it I, I can't i can't help myself yeah can steve well i mean you two are the you're part of the breakfast bandit so why don't you guys <laughs> well i talk enough on here i want to hear chatty you share the story how did this all come about where were we? Yeah, I don't know. we were we were in Cincy. Um, yep. I was I think there was a rain delay. Hamels didn't pitch maybe three innings. I came out first. I threw three innings, so I knew I was down. We all <laughs> uh, after I think we ended up winning. We ended up winning the game. We came back and beat them. We all go to hang out in Rizzo's room for a little bit afterwards. I think he ordered the is it Donato's pizza that's there? Yeah, 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 yeah. So we had some pizza. Super underrated pizza. Yeah. Uh, Kent was there, but Kent was also the first guy to leave. Uh, he had to go stretch his big toe. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we're all just sitting there. We're like, man, we should get him with something. And I was like, why? Well, I used to hear about guys doing this all the time. So they used to have the room service menu. You could just fill out and hang on your door. So we all powwowed, got the room service thing, ordered him a couple different meals, a couple different times. You know, wake him up early, let him fall back asleep, wake him like up like six a.m. Right. Oh, yeah. I was hot. I was so mad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I walk, I'm on my way back to my room and I just swing by his room, hanging on the door. That's it. The next morning I keep getting calls from our head security and our head uh, traveling secretary. And they're saying, Hey dude, what did you do last night? I'm like, nothing. What are you guys talking about? They're like, they, they sent us a, a security cam footage picture of you asking if we knew who we are, you were. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all I did was hang on breakfast. Uh, I ordered Kent some breakfast. I thought he'd be hungry. <laughs> it was like for six people. Yeah, yeah we it ordered was. everything on there. Yeah, but it was all different times. But the best part was, is when we got to the field, Steve, I don't know if you remember this. We're like, hey, Kent, what's going on? Nothing, nothing. He kept acting like nothing ever happened. He, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He didn't want to let us know that he actually got the food and that we got him. Because he's like, I didn't get any food. I didn't get any food. <laughs> so finally, yeah, finally when we got down to the bullpen, we're like, Kent, we know you got the food. The hotel security has been calling looking for me because they wanted to front the bill. <laughs> Who ended up I'm like, not going to let them know they got me. They're not going to defeat me. Can I let, can't let <laughs> yeah. them know they defeat me. <laughs> yeah, I told DJ to put it on my room, but he's like, no, we'll uh, – BJ ended up taking care of it. Yeah, he's the so best. I think, I think the Cubs brought you, bought you breakfast. For, yeah, well, for six they were trying to get me to pay for it. I'm like, I was like, I ain't paying for this. I didn't order this. <laughs> and that's the best part. That's the funniest part is you can, you know how Kent was. You can tell how angry he would have been. <laughs> yeah, totally. I, would, well, I, would, I go back I would to the room early. Lady. I'm trying to be a responsible professional athlete. I'm trying to go to bed early. You know, I'm probably, I'm probably red hot the next day. So I'm just, I'm, I'm going to bed and then, uh, freaking 6 a.m. phone rings and I'm pissed. 
<laughs> I can never go back to sleep, so I'm pissed. Oh, so they called, they didn't cart it up to you? First they call it, they knocked forever. I would not answer. Yeah, and then they call. The do not disturb, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And they're like, so we have breakfast the for six. We have breakfast for six. I'm like, I didn't order any breakfast. Stop calling me. <laughs> <laughs> you ended up eating the food, though, right? Oh, yeah. It was good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then I try to get. Oh, I didn't know it was you. I thought it was Steve. So I thought I'd try to get Steve back. And when we went so the next trip was DC. And freaking Rizzo sees me do it, apparently, and rats me out to oh, Steve. Yeah. And that's why Steve did that whole shenanigans at the stadium and put me up looking for all my clothes around the whole stadium. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't come that, Owen. Wrongfully accused. Yeah, I forgot Riz uh, called him and gave him a heads up on him. Yeah, he, he took care of me. Good yeah. good teammate. Rizzo you know, Big League, uh, he wouldn't answer our text to come on this show. You got a new phone number. Well, yeah, we know. We texted it. Oh. <laughs> I even said, right since now, you're a pitcher. Since he pitched, I said, since you're a pitcher and a reliever, you know, we'd like to have you on our show. Da, da, da. Big League. Oh, yeah. He's getting his head right. Yeah, that <laughs> might have been when he was concussed. Yeah. The first might night. I forgot the text back, yeah. Maybe, <laughs> but no, he took good care of me. You know, us us guys with suites and our built in our contract look after each other. Yeah, you believe this guy? <laughs> no, I can't. The Cubs threw a suite in my contract. You never even invited the bullpen to your suite. That's even worse. <laughs> yeah, it's a okay, getaway. So, he doesn't want to be around us. Exactly. No, but for real, if my suite compared to like Jay Hayes and Rizzo's, like in Cincinnati, it was like it was just two adjoining rooms. One of one room was empty with a little 15-inch TV hanging on the wall in Cincinnati. The other one was like, <laughs> had my bed in it. It was ridiculous. We were still, we were still at the West End, though, right? Yeah, yeah. But their rooms were nice. The West End? At Anyways. Cincinnati? Yeah. So where are you at? Tell, tell, you're we're with the Diamondbacks now. You just signed, right? Yeah, I just came back, signed with the Diamondbacks uh, last week. Straight from the couch to four innings last week. Uh Nice. But I feel good. Tri yeah, I feel good. Triple ball. Nice. Yeah, triple ball. Triple ball in Reno, Nevada. Yeah, but that's impressive considering this uh, shoulder, your shoulder surgery. Tell us about that. Like, what that what was that process like, kind of rehabbing through yeah. it? Yeah, I had it last summer. Um, I felt good all the way through. I felt like um, it, it was going pretty smooth. But then when you get to, like, the intense and, like, mound work and stuff, I felt like that was a roller coaster. Mm. Um, I felt good before spring, going into spring kind of felt like not dead arm I guess yeah kind of dead arm just like heavy hard to get going um and then once like spring came I'd have an outing where I was 90 92 the next day I'd be 94 95 but not be able to lift my arm the next day hmm. um <clears throat> so kind of like roll riding that um and for me I wanted to keep throwing because in my contract there was essentially if I'm healthy I'm on I've made their big league team mm -hmm. so oh, like, man, I'm gonna push through this yeah, so I'm going to push through this like it. Um, so I try to vamp up quicker than I should have um, through like I went to they took me to the minor league side. We want a controlled environment to throw your last two games. My last game, I threw like five straight heaters at 95. And I'm like, man, I can't move my arm after that, though. Hmm. Um, so I didn't know what I was going to do, honestly, if, I was, if that was the end or. If I was going to keep pushing, because um, I we had no plans to go to AAA with them. Like yep. if it was either big league team or not, 
mm-hmm. for some reason um they asked me if I'd stick around uh and try it for another month my kids wanted to see me play so I was like yeah I'll do it um I got a PRP shot oh yeah um it seemed to help you know yeah, I, I literally went I went from like not being able to lift my arm to right after the shot I'm like hey wait a minute you guys yeah. got to hit the right button right there um through through came back through I was just okay um like I was getting outs in low A, but it wasn't very good. Uh, I didn't. I didn't watch video one time of me like during that span, and it was like, like I told you guys earlier, I was like first pitch of my rehab assignment. I threw it, and the guy swung was in the glove. I'm like, oh, I'm so back. And you look at the board, it's like 88. I'm like, uh oh. Like, there's no way that's right. That's Throw Steve's last five game. years of his career, though. Hey, yeah, I'll say easy 88 plays, guys. <laughs> Not when your one trick is you throw hard and don't play. <laughs> next pitch, I'm like, I'm like, dude, there's no way this is right. So through the next one, I think it was like 89. I'm like, oh, no, Tyler. Whatever, got out of it. But then I watched video one time. And, like, you know when you're going through stuff, like, you kind of tweak how you throw. Sure, My yeah. arm swing was so bad. Like, it was like <laughs> – Glove to ear, like push, like protecting oh, so you, it. You was like shortened it. Yeah, yeah, like, like I didn't want to get into layback and actually have mm. to like throw a baseball. Yeah. So I was like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna try a week of throwing and just see how it goes. Like, try to get back. So I'd like go in the cage. The team would go on the road. I wouldn't have to go. I'd go in the cage and like film myself throwing to see if I was actually like getting back into it. And, like, the first time I did it, I threw it. I'm like, wait a minute. That kind of feels good. Um, so then I did – I pitched the next week, and I was, like, 92, 94. I was like, okay, nice. well, I could – like, I can mess with this. Yeah, with your um, movement. Yeah, and I was a good sinker. So I threw – I think I threw two more times there, went to AAA. Um, and same thing. I was, like, 93, 95. Getting out, good sinkers. Um, they – once I was healthy, they were supposed to call me up. So I, was, I felt good. Like, I was training up. I wasn't going to get any better. So we called. And they're like, yeah, we, you know, um, I think we're going to give our young guys a chance first. And then um, if you want to wait around a couple weeks, maybe a month, then we'll see where we're at. Um, and for me right then, like, my son's birthday was coming up, a bunch of other stuff. I was like, man, I don't have that in me to sit here. So um, I had an open and opt out. They were awesome. I took my opt out that day, went home, uh, started golfing, being a full time dad. You know, I still yeah. stayed in shape. Like, I, I had like, I wanted to see if that fire was gone. Like, if I yeah. wanted to still do it. Um, Mental, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I get home and my wife's like, "How are you doing?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm good," but like deep down, you're like, oh, "I need to be out somewhere playing right now." You know, like, <laughs> it just felt weird. Um, I'd rather be sitting in an empty hotel room and standing at BP by myself than sitting yeah, on this exactly. couch. <laughs> yeah. It's just hard, though. Like, yeah, I don't want to be away from my family, but I know that I could still help somebody. You know what I mean? Right. So, For um, sure. I threw, and then, you know, like teams now, they're like, hey, can you send us your bullpen data? <laughs> and, like, yeah. I'm like, my bullpen data, like, <laughs> I guess. So, like, I'd go to the driveline facility. I'm like, all right, I got to try to let it eat today in a bullpen. 
And like normally, a, when I'm fully healthy in my prime, like a bullpen, I'm 89, 90. Yeah, like I 89 is like a great bullpen. You're like, oh, right. bringing it today. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like I'm letting there, I'm sitting there letting it eat. I'm hitting like ninety one point three. I'm like, yeah, and they're like, no, we need to see more out of a bullpen. I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> whatever. So they then the, the Diamondbacks kids. called. They just want those kids that could just show up and throw ninety eight, like just let it heave, like no matter what. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. impressive how they do that too. Like I was yeah, there watching crazy. that throw. He showed up in bands and he was throwing ninety five. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm like, hey, how hard are you throwing games? He's like ninety five. Yeah, so you're. Yep. So then yeah, the Diamondbacks yeah, called you? Yeah, so they called. Uh, one of their relievers broke their ankle or something. So I was out golfing, and my agent's like, we had different opportunities before, I think. And, like, I didn't really have. I didn't want to be away from my family. So it's yeah. all, like, closer to East Coast. So uh, my agent called me. He's like, I have an opportunity. I don't know if you're interested. He's like, it's the Diamondbacks. I'm like, done. Like, yep. Close to home. Like,. And I have opt out in two weeks, so if I'm not there, then I'm back. But um, I felt good, so I went to the facility. I don't want to sound like a, I don't know, I don't know what even the word it is, but I went to the facility, and you guys know, like throwing a big league ball for so long, and then trying to throw a minor league ball. Whatever the reason was, I couldn't throw a, a, a big league ball my first outing there. <laughs> so the minor <laughs> league balls are different. It is. It's a fact. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I call the sinker to this catcher first pitch of the thing. I throw it. This thing cuts two feet, smokes right in the mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Just like lays him out for a second. I'm like, oh my, I am so sorry. Like, that's my pitch. I'm not even throwing it today. I'm so sorry. (laughs) See, Steve, it does happen on accident. It does. Even catchers miss it. Yeah. Makes me feel better. This one hit him in yeah, hit him in the face, not the shin, though. So, but he's, hey, that's he a new pitch, dirt, though. Man. You can have that in the repertoire. Accidental cutters. Yeah, all I need is a hitters will think you have a cutter and they're done. Believe me, I would love that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I threw my one inning there. Came up here through an inning on Thursday. Got dry hump Saturday, and then I had two on Sunday. Oh, nah, so you're, you're back. back. You're back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the next day, you're back. <laughs> yeah, I feel That's all good. you need right there. Yeah. So, but I'm excited. I feel good. Feel strong, healthy, bouncing back. So, That's how awesome. do you like the uh, automatic strike zone? Um, I I don't know. It's kind of different. Like I think the challenge thing is good. Um, yeah. The automatic strike zone itself, from what I they're all telling me, is that they shrunk it. Two inches on each side and two inches from the top. Yeah. So it is different. You'll throw – how many times – have you thrown a backdoor sinker that you thought was always a strike in your life and then now they just say ball? No, the opposite. Like, you know when you're trying to go into a right and you pull it to – pull it into – like the catcher doesn't catch it right? Yeah, they throw it into their barrel. Yeah, you normally – No, 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 but like (laughs) the take, the take one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Not the barrel ball. Yeah, not the one that hits you back in the shin. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but like the pulled sinker is a strike now. Uh, I did have one reversed. I thought I punted a dude out. I went into my K strut. He challenged it. And... I went into my K strut. <laughs> yeah, one two count. But uh... do you rewind the K strut when they challenge it and it's a ball? No, I'm just like, what the heck just happened? And like they challenged it. I'm like, what is that? Uh, you see Scherzer last night? They punched a guy out on the time and the pitch timer, yeah, and he, got, the ball he was so annoyed by it. 
that's just when you're too good. You're like, man, I don't want to free out. Yeah, he just thinks exactly. So I'm fired up in that, and he's disappointed in himself that he didn't strike yeah, him out. Yeah, me too. I'm fist pumping. I'm like, yes. He wants to embarrass you. He don't want free punches. He wants to embarrass you. How sick would that be if it's like bases loaded situation? Uh, you got to strike on two guys, and the umpire rings him up for not getting boxed. You just throw a giant fist pump like he just blew his door. <laughs> yeah. That's the first. Didn't you guys see that one in spring training? It was a three-two bases loaded like tie game, and that's how the yeah, game but... ended in spring. And they made a yeah. huge deal out of it. But if you gave him the punchy, do you suitcase walk him, or do you just yeah, act of like? Of course, it's a punch. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I noticed when you were sharing your story, you mentioned. Um, your family like three or four times. I mean, it, it's incredible, isn't it? Like as you move on in your career, how much your priorities tend to shift. Like you still love the game, yeah. but all of a sudden it's like, well, wait a second. Yeah, I got I got people under my wing. I got to watch out for. It's, yeah. So I, I love hearing I mean, that. Yeah, like as a young player, you're always like, you always hear the older dude like talking, and they're like, "Man, I just miss my family." And, like as a young guy, I remember thinking like. What are you talking about, man? We're in the big leagues. Like, yeah. what, what gets better than this? And then as soon as you have kids and they get older and it's like, like you said, like, don't get me wrong. I still love baseball. It's still there. But, like, baseball used to be my number one priority. Like, right. this is what I'm locked in on. And, like, as soon as you have kids, you're like, eh, I don't know if it's my number one anymore. Yep. Oh, that's crazy. You're just missing the, like the little things. It's just the day-to-day stuff that they do. It's tough. It's just. And that. That was the tough thing for me with the Pirates was the big thing was is I'll never forget it. My kids, they were they went to Iowa. We went on a road trip. They went to Iowa with me. I'm sitting in the bullpen at like an 11 a.m. start day, okay? Like the game started at 11 a.m. I just remember sitting, yeah, sitting down there in the bullpen. It's a bullpen day. They have like 15 relievers. It's a full-on bullpen day. I didn't pitch. So if you look at it, I'm going to pitch Thursday. I'm going to pitch once this week probably. I'd rather not be sitting down here. Yeah, I'm not rather sitting down here in a bullpen and going to miss my kid's fifth birthday. So that's three out of five I'd miss now. Yeah. Yeah. Especially where you think in your situation, you're thinking every day counts. Like you need – you almost want to pitch every day. You're like, I need to get out of here. And they're only going to give you one per week. You're just like – like, and then they're going to – and their Monday's off. So it's like – this is like such a waste. That's how I felt last year. It was like, if I don't pitch every other day, I'm totally wasting my time. Yep. And that's what mm. these guys said. Like, that's what's nice been so far here. They're like, hey, do you want a day? I'm like, no, if you guys need me to go back to back, throw me out there. I'm here to pitch. Okay. Yeah. That's because their big league team is absolutely struggling and they need, they're just trying to hold on for dear life to get back into it. And their bullpen is just yeah. struggling. Yeah. That's the thing. And I feel really good. My stuff's back to normal. Hey, I got an interesting uh, story for you guys. Can I tell about this team we just played? Yeah, yeah. Showed up. Please. We're playing the salt. We're, we're playing the Salt Lake Bees. You know who's in the lineup over there? Old Daniel Murphy. Oh, oh yeah, sure. that's right. Sign out of any ball. Make it come back. Yeah, I uh, like stopped talk to him one night. And I'm like, Danny, what? So, like, what are you doing? And he's like, Well, um, I was watching old videos of Babe Ruth and Ted Williams. So he was, like, trying to, like, get in the same positions as those guys, trying to learn how to hit. Like, re- like re-hit again, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. How's he doing? And I'm like, I mean, he's hitting 290-something, I think. Same guy, him. like, he, he's, he's bullish to left. Yeah. Such a good That's, That's crazy. Like, he was retired for three years. Yeah. 
Yep. But, I mean, Literally, my wife made him retirement cookies for the retirement party. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that so was it's like Steve in th- two years decided because my she my wife made him cookies. If he decides thirty nine years, years, it's like I'm not making you cookies again. I <laughs> know <laughs> no, they're pretty good. I, I might actually request them. I got. <laughs> she made me a peanut butter and jelly cookie. Yeah, that was cool. Because you know how Steve didn't want to eat any big league food before a game. He had to have his peanut butter and jelly. So I'm like, told my wife, can you please make him a peanut butter and jelly cookie? That's how I am. I can't eat anything. Like, if I know I'm up that day, I can't eat anything but a PB&J. See? You know, you know your boiler's going to handle it. You're good. Exactly. I know my boiler can handle that. Chipotle <laughs> pregame, that ain't it. All right. So, uh, two thousand. All right. So in 2018, you know, a bit of a struggle. Your stuff was, you know, stuff may have not played the same. Enter 2019, and you're a totally different pitcher. Um, what what was the difference? Because uh, you always worked at it. I mean, you always worked hard. You were working hard in 18. Just wasn't clicking. Yeah. It happens. It happens to everyone. But yeah. is there like a mindset shift or mechanical? Like, how did you work? How did you process and work through that? Uh, so 18. That was both of our first years with the Cubs. Um, yep. You know, I signed a good free agent deal there. Um, I've always been good. Like, my career, I felt like I was good up until that point. I had a sub four at Co- or at, with the Rockies. You know, yep. I took pride in that. Uh, yeah, 18. I mean, the first four, my first four outings, I threw the ball well. I actually probably threw the ball well more than that, but I would walk guys. Yeah. You know, um, that would be well, Your like stuff the first is so good. I'd... I mean, you'd get out of it every time. Yeah, but the like it was cold. Like that was the first time I pitched in like cold and that windy. Like not an excuse, but it is like one game I threw was like twenty five degrees. Dude, was that you the know? one against the Braves? No, the uh, Cardinal one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's freezing cold. Um, whatever. I still got out of it. Like five, maybe one run. Walk more than you. You just gotta get three outs before you walk four, right? Um, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> But yeah, I was bad. Um, I would grind, grind, grind. You know, I think maybe it took a toll on me. And I remember going in one off day and my glove tap has always been like my mechanism to go. Like tap, get your arm up and go. Um, We thought it would help benefit me if I didn't glove tap. So it kind of threw me out of whack a little bit. So I was skipping rocks up there for the rest of most of 18. You know, I wasn't good. I still tried. but like going going into that off season was tough, right? Like we just lost the wild card game. I I felt like I could have, like I should have been able to help. I couldn't, like I couldn't get my own stuff right. So uh, that off season, I I really didn't take much time off of throwing. Like maybe like a week, I went back in and straight grinding. Like, but like when I went like say grinding, like I went back to the university close to my house. Yeah, and uh, the coaching staff there, I've always worked with since I was like a little kid. So I'm like, hey, I was terrible this year. Like, I'm gonna start throwing early. Like, let's figure this out. So like, I'll never forget like the first couple throws. He's like, hey, like I just have a suggestion. Chris Hernandez, the pitching coach over there, he's like, I have a suggestion. You can tell me no, whatever. He's like, but I think we need to go like back down to basics just to like get your arm path in the right spot. So essentially like my arm was like going to third base, trying to redirect him and throw it. Yep. I mean, I like, I was like, yeah, I, like I was so bad. I need to do that. Let's do it. Uh, like you want to talk about like humbling, like almost degrading borderline, like the drills yeah. I was doing and like how dumb I felt doing it. 
um, like that first two weeks of it, I was like, oh man, like, what are we talking about? I have seven plus years of service and I'm out here like break throw, like make sure your arm does this. I'm like, all right, whatever, if this is what I need to do. But I remember one, the one day Ricky Nolasco, he's from around the same area. He oh yeah. Came to throw. No, Ricky. Yeah. Yeah. He came to throw and I'm like doing these drills and he's sitting there watching me. I'm like, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. I feel so stupid. But that's what I had to do. You know what I mean? And as it progressed, it was like second nature, drop in and go, drop in and go. <clears throat> and I felt good. Like I had to, but it was like a total like reset. I had to figure out what I needed to do. Um, but then just being able to take that in 19 and like essentially hit my checkpoints on like my catch play, if my arm's staying in the same spot, you know, like make sure my arm swing is there. Um, I had kids to tighten me up when I'd get off a little bit, you know. <laughs> Believe it Coach or not, kids. the guy knows. Yeah, he knows about mechanics. So, uh, I mean, still to this day, I send him videos. I'm like, what's he off? does? He nice. does. Yeah. yeah. He's sending me when he's in he's, Japan, and I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. The all dirt infields. Oh, that was so uh, weird to, to look at. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, essentially, I just like I wouldn't. I make sure, like, even my catch play, I have to use that as like reps to make sure I hit my certain checkpoints you know you know days you don't feel good you're just out there like all right let me get through this playing catch like well i need to make sure i hit my checkpoints to yeah you just develop bad habits yep exactly so um it was awesome you know and like you said uh i think that was the first time i'd ever been put in the bullpen for performance wise so like you're mad right you're i got demoted you're so mad there's no way to put it yeah there's no way to put it like now I'm down here with all the other failed starters. Great. So, <laughs> I love his attitude. Play. He just had such an attitude every day. And then just thought like, if you heard anyone annoying in there talking, he just thought they were so stupid. <laughs> so great. I loved it. <laughs> we did have some stupid people. Let's not get that. <laughs> uh, we did talk about, last week we talked about certain people running in front of you while you're warming up to go talk to girls oh, outside yeah. the bullpen. And that was a pretty cool story. Lack of preparedness showing up two minutes before stretch and all that yeah. crap. Yeah, but I think as you go through it, you see that and, you know, you can kind of help the next person not do that, right? Like the sure. next. <clears throat> yep, be a good so, example. Yeah. But, I mean, it was fun. Now that I had it, like once you're down there, we had such a good group. It was so fun. Yeah, we yeah, got to show awesome. you the way. You had us too. You had to, <laughs> we got to show you the way. You got lucky. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, I not... told, uh, you know who uh, Noble is, the catching, roving guy with the Pirates. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. So when, uh, yeah, when you first texted me about your podcast, I got it. So he says, I think he jumps on there and listens to all of them. That's I meant awesome. to send him a confetti bomb in his, uh, in his locker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did that to him. I, 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 I don't know if you know this. I booby-trapped his locker with like 10 of those you know, pop fireworks oh, yeah, after yeah. the 18 season. <laughs> oh, no, the, after the 19 season. And then next year when the season started, he went in his locker and everything just went off. He's like, you long played me for an entire off season? Like, that was awesome. <laughs> during, during COVID, too, so everybody's yeah. on edge. <laughs> yes, right. It was, huh? Shoot. Yeah. So, Chatty, do you think when you signed, like I feel like I, this happens a lot, when you signed the big deal in 18, when you show up to Wrigley and all that, you just put more pressure on yourself and then there was like more fear of failure? Um, I don't I don't think initially, no. I think that – I think, I think well, okay, let's just say after one bad outing, do you think it kind of just 
snowball yeah. where the fear of failure gave you the anxiety pretty much. I, I think that um uh I think that after this outing I threw um six none of our starters had got into the seventh that year. I went six six innings, maybe gave up a run in Cleveland. It was raining. Pitch into the seventh, I gave up like a leadoff single in the seventh and they took me out. Oh yeah, I think I came and, into that. Yeah. So then I think that like after that game, nobody talked about how good I pitched. They're like, imagine how good you can pitch if you stop walking people. That's all I'm I like, talk about. I get that. Yeah, like I get that. And all they wanted to talk about is my walk. So like then essentially you're out there. It was like I'd lie if I'd like, like get a guy 1-0. I'm like, oh, fuck, no, I can't walk him. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, rather than you can't pitch like that. You're going to walk the guy, you know, rather than like, here, hit this. I dare you. You know, right. it's always been like my mentality. Um, but yeah, for sure. I think that once everybody like talked it in for to fruition, it probably did get in my head. Um, and that was the next year. Like I felt like I was back, like in spring training, I threw the ball really well, but I still yeah, felt did. like they, they thought that they were almost waiting for like, okay, well, let's just see when he starts walking people and see what happens. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think that was it. And I think one of the funnier ones was the first start they let me have that year in 19. I walked Shoved. the first hitter on four. No, but yeah, but I walked the first hitter on four yeah. pitches. <laughs> yeah. And then I went, and then I went six shutout on like 70 pitches. So I, when I went into the interview room over there at Wrigley, I opened up. They were like, uh, well, how'd you feel? I was like, well, I had to keep you guys on my, on your toes with that first hitter. You know, like, cause you know, at that point, that's everybody's waiting it's, for. So yeah, um, I think, I think all of us can that to be honest. Like, Oh geez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what the most frustrating part was in 18. I didn't know this, but I wasn't even like in September. I didn't pitch one time. They didn't they I remember that. want you to have a reset. Like, what do you get? What am I sitting down here for then? Like me as a competitor, like, I don't care if I skip rocks, but like, don't wear these guys out. If there's a blowout, put me in. Like, I gladly yeah. do it. You know what I mean? But that, that did help me that off season. Like I made a list. I took a list of everything that pissed me off that year. And that'd be like my motivation. You know what I mean? Like I did before every workout and everything. So, mm. um, it did help me. No, that's great. I mean, especially, I mean, you're a seven year vet at that point and it just shows, goes to show you like everyone's gone through some sort of struggle, but it's how you come out of it. And that, yeah, yeah. like, that's why I want to ask you because that next year was just, it was like, dude, this is awesome to watch because you're shoving again. And I know you're out of the pen and you don't really appreciate that, yeah. but I, it's a lot of work in the off season. That's that you have to deal with. And for you to say, I just went back to the basics. Like we're just too proud sometimes just to look at ourselves in the face and be like, no, something needs to change. We need to hit the reset button and go yeah. back to what made us really good instead of being too proud. So, Exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's a good lesson for everyone, you know. I love yeah, it. that was that was the hardest thing. I'm telling you, like it was in, was it embarrassing? Yes. Like, did I have to do it? Absolutely. So I wouldn't have changed. Obviously, I wish I wouldn't have sucked, but like mm -hmm. I think it made me better. And I, like I as a younger guy, like I never thought I'd be the old dude. Like people come up to ask for, but now <laughs> yeah. it's kind of like you kind of enjoy that now. You're like, well, for sure, I love that. I feel like I've been like every aspect you can hit in baseball. I feel like I've been there. So like, if you, if you suck, ask me. I believe me, I've sucked plenty of times. Let's talk about it. And they need yep. to hear that because if you haven't sucked before, like it's harder than to go to a guy that's always just been always good. And it's like you guys can't relate yeah. to what he's talking about. But since you've yeah, really yeah. had to go through rock bottom on a, probably one of the biggest stages, 
which is tough to do at Wrigley. Yep. And then and then all of a sudden come back the next year. And then you were even better in 2020 until you got hurt. Like you're probably their best yeah, starter. Yeah. And that starting yeah. staff was ridiculous. You know, you got yeah. absolutely walloped in the playoffs by us. But Oh, here we uh, go. <laughs> <laughs> the backdoor sinker to end our season. Oh, huh? uh, you guys just. What He's a only closer. talked about that like every podcast, so. They're a bus off a closer to coming in on you guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right, honest question. Who has who has more pop, me or you? Me. What are you talking about? This this guy was making fun of me because in nineteen they had me take BP with the starters, and he, I think you were taking BP, and I was yep. popping everything up. And he's like, "Oh yeah, where's all that pop you're talking about?" And I <laughs> laced one out of the stadium and flipped the bat and walked out. <laughs> that was the last he week. An absolute laser in a game though, in a huge spot. You remember against the Phillies? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Chatty, Thought he hit it out. <laughs> Hector How's your golf too. game? Um, I was getting better. I didn't really golf last offseason a lot because my shoulder, but when I hopped it out, I was trying to play as much as my wife would let me. Yep. So I think I'm like down to like a five or a six right now. Oh, let's go. That's where I'm at. You know what's not good is fantasy football game. No, it's not. I haven't even looked at one thing. When is the draft? <laughs> uh, the 27th. You better figure out a way. It's like 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Hey, I'm I'm jumping right. in my first one since mine and Kins's uh, championship run. Are you jumping in? Nineteen, yeah. Neighborhood got me hooked. We need one more. I'm like, fine. Like I retired from it. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna help I can get. Oh great! I am. We have to do a combine. He's charge you a consulting fee. <laughs> He's so cheap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last question uh, for me, anyways. Japan. Uh, I, I always wondered what it was like. What'd you think? He was finally uh, tall there. No, eh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, it was different, man. Like, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Can I tell my story why I was there? Yeah, go yeah. for it. Th that year in, at the end of 21, um, I got COVID, but I was home. I didn't know it. This was during the season. I got COVID. Um, the Giants designated me because I wouldn't get vaccinated hmm. during the middle of the season. So I, I got designated. That. Yeah. Flew home. I do remember um, that. I flew home. My mom picked me up from the airport because my wife was putting the kids to bed or something. I had COVID at that point. I didn't know. Got, uh, the next day, the Giants called me and said, hey, a bunch of guys test positive. You might want to test. Test positive, sure as heck. So then whatever, I was going through my 10-day quarantine. They called me back, and I was undesignated now. So I got designated, undesignated. Um, but my mom got the my mom got COVID with me. Um, so my she got she was like two days behind me. So my 10 days was up. I had to fly to Arizona to get ready. I'm, like, trying to throw and stuff. And, like, I would throw a ball 60 feet, and I'd be on my hands and knees, like. <gasps> wow. They're like, no, 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 you got to push through it. You got to push through it. I think this is just part of it. I'm like, all right. So then the next day I go to run sprints and I'm like almost falling down at the end of the sprint. And I guess I look pale white and they're like, um, let's, let's send you to a doctor to get an inhaler. So I go to the doctor and my mom is still sick at this point back in California. Hmm. So I go get an inhaler and the doctor's like, he listens to my lungs. He's like, Hey man, you can't do anything. Your right lung is completely full of fluid and your left lung is uh 50% full. You have, the pneumonia part of this oh man 
So I'm like, okay. So he's like, go home and do nothing. He gave me a steroid to take. So I called my dad right away because I'm like, man, my mom might have the same thing. Call, same thing. She's not doing well. So we took her to the hospital. Um, she has the COVID pneumonia too. Wow. So whatever. I, I went through it. I, I got good. I was good. But my mom was still struggling. They were, she was getting better. And then they called us on like a Sunday and they told my dad like, yeah, she'll be ready to go home on Wednesday. Um, I was supposed to go into the field or something on Tuesday. My dad called me and he goes, Hey, something took a worse room thing. They hooked my mom up to a ventilator and I'm like, Oh no, like that's not good. So I just left, went, went to California to be with my family. Um, they essentially told us that we got to go say bye to my mom. Like, wow, she's not making it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so we're like, no, 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 whatever. So then we got. We finally got her transferred out of there. There was another option. There was another machine she get put on, but her lungs were thrashed at this point. So we went to, we got her transferred to UCSD down in San Diego. They hooked her up to a different machine and she had to essentially, uh oh, they told us that she had to be put on a lung transplant list. Like that was her one chance of surviving because her lungs weren't going to bounce back. Hmm but she had to pass like a bunch of different things. So that whole off season from 21 to 22, we were, me and my brother, my dad, we were all at the hospital every day, like making sure she did her PT. She had to be able to walk like 150 feet to get put on the list. So like we were grinding yep. through that. Um, luckily she hit every box. She had a lung transplant. Wow. She's back home doing everything. Like she's good now. You know, like we have my kids, I have their grandma, we, I have my mom, but I didn't pick up a ball that whole off season. Yeah, like that wasn't my yeah, priority. The lockout, no, the lockout came. Um, they said maybe you'll have teams after it. The Japan team offered me. I remember calling Kent and asking his advice about it. They offered me a bunch of money, and I had yeah. my ten years and everything. And I'm like, man, like, I don't know, like I don't, I don't really want to go there, but like, I can't turn it down for my family, you know. No, <laughs> you can't anyway, turn that money down in that situation. No. Exactly. So we went over there. I was excited. I was going to start again. Um, but my th- my shoulder was banged up. Like, they're all really good people over there. The baseball is different. Like, I had – I threw three three or four starts my, when I first got there to get ready. I went three innings, six innings because they swung at every pitch. But during those six innings, I had bases loaded, a 3-1 count. The guy bunted. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is my, like, this is my dream. You just flip it to the catcher. All right, I got two outs. Two outs, bases loaded. The guy bunts again. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, they didn't think you're an athlete. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, what do we, thank you. So it is different. You know what I mean? And they try to drill that into my head that this is Japanese baseball. This is Japanese baseball. Um, It's different. Like the mounds, when you get done throwing your bullpen, you turn around and you grab a rake and you rake your own mound. (laughs) <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> yeah very soothing uh, if you have a bad yeah. bullpen <laughs> yeah 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 i would love to tell max hey max can you rake that please uh yeah right replace your divot <laughs> yeah exactly but it was different i mean the people that i met over there they're great people i still talk to them but um it was just different than what we're accustomed to doing here sure so, uh, what a well, story Chatty, thanks for uh 
Tell, sharing your story, coming back. We're yeah. glad you're feeling better. I'm hopefully you get up there because yeah, yeah. Don't release this till I'm in the big leagues. Don't release the triple ball and I'm real. Yeah, and as soon as you get <laughs> get back to the leagues, we can uh, come on again. And you can tell us how it is. <laughs> All right, yeah. See if it's still yeah. good. And then good the three of us, it's, it's, yeah, three of us sometime need to fly out to Chatty's place and he has to take us bass fishing. Oh yeah, let's go. That's easy. Big he lives in Arizona. He's oh, California. <laughs> we got lakes, man. We got lakes everywhere. That's true. Your lakes are finally <laughs> yeah. getting water again. So congrats. No, well, I just went to Montana two weeks ago, and that's the place to be. That's where I want to go. Flathead Lake. Uh-oh. Look at you. I'm going to move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. There's no BMX I, over there. That's true. I'll build a track. Buy some land, build a yeah. track. There you go. All right, All right, brother. All right, thank you, guys. Thanks for coming on. See you, yeah. dude. Later.